guys, welcome back to the Week in Review. Hello. Uh, well, there you go. Hi, Beth. Hi. <laughs> Hi. So, uh, hope you guys are having a great week as we march into march into our spring break. As into we march our... into March, we're already whoa, marching whoa. into March. We're in March. So. We're in March. Yeah, so we're perfect. currently marching in March. Well, we're excited to have another a weekend in our Above All series. <laughs> I'm stopping Beth right there, quite frankly. Yeah, we totally just yeah, ignored me on that one. Yep. And, and we're going to be jumping into the intersect here in a second. Before we do that, we have uh, a few different announcements for us this week. Some pertain to what we're doing as a church as a whole, and some pertain very specifically to small groups. So, so listen up. We are in the middle of our We Serve campaign, and I am just excited that we get to highlight um, all of the amazing volunteers that serve here at Crosspoint. And so I would encourage you guys in your small groups to um, just continually ask, like, where are you serving? And, you know, if there's someone that you know in your small group that serves exceptionally well, take time to highlight them in your small group. And let's make this a church culture where we are encouraging one another as brothers and sisters in Christ, but also as volunteers and as serving here at Crosspoint. That's good. And I think that just like what we highlighted this weekend is coming into like children's ministry and and the, all the opportunities that we have there just to be able to really make a big kingdom difference with kingdom mindsets in that. And I'd love to see some more people jump into that and have that, you know, have that opportunity and really that blessing to be able to have that part in somebody else's life. Absolutely. You know, in part of the We Serve campaign, and we've been touching on the weekends a little bit, is, is um, that we're trying to find ways to really kind of just thank everyone who's serving. And guess what? If you're listening to this podcast, you're one of our leaders. That means you're serving. And we have a really fun, cool new thing that we're going to do. And um, normally in our normal small group season, we come into this time of year and we usually have our celebration dinner. But what we did this year was we moved, if you guys remember, you know, way back, <laughs> way back in September, we moved our celebration dinner to our kickoff dinner as a way to kind of set vision and thank you guys and prepare you for what's to come. But that doesn't mean we're not going to have any fun around this time of year. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you just a little heads up. Little a little, he- it's, a, it's a, just a sneak peek. Sneak peek that in, in a few weekends, it's actually a little over like... like April five. 27th and 28th. So towards the end of our season, in April 27th and 28th, during our weekend services, we are going to have a special VIP uh, small group leader and host only experience that is going to be available for you guys that weekend. And it's going to be a ton of fun as a way to say thank you. So you stay tuned. We're going to have much more information coming up. But just you're going to want to be at church that weekend for nothing else than to experience the VIP. The, the small group VIP lounge. The VIP lounge, yes. yes. So we got the We Serve. we got the thank you coming up in April. But before we get to that, uh, we talked about it with you guys last week. We shared about it this weekend. And you already received an email from Beth uh, we are ramping up. We are within the two-month window for the Party with a Purpose in, in our way that we are becoming a church that's... Our Party with a Purpose, which is on May 18th and 19th. Yep. We are being a church that's not just uh, focused on what's going on in the building, but we're a church that's here, there, and everywhere and wanting to see God's uh, good news and also the love of God spread throughout the world. We're doing this in multiple ways. We've had a lot of different things going on. The, one of the big ways we're doing this is this party and a whole service that's going to be dedicated to it. We asked you guys at all the weekend services to think of ways that maybe you can find ways that we can help raise money through that through raffle and auction items. Uh, we're still looking for big ticket items, uh, trips, cars, I don't know, houses. I don't know what you guys got. You know, houses? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to limit God, I man. Raff, I will put some money on a house. I'm not going to limit God. So we got, we, got, we got all that. But what we really want is to see if 
all of our small groups have a way that they can practically go, and that's through building these baskets. So what we want to do is to visit that Google Doc that Beth is sending out, sent out, and then be able to register which basket you're for that you guys want to do. So talk with your small group this week because you're going on spring break next week. So talk with your small group, start to plan it out. You have the whole month of April to be able to build those baskets. But what we really want is we want those baskets to be delivered on the weeks of May 6th and May 13th. Those two weekends, two, two weeks. May 4th and 5th and 11th and 12th. Yeah, the weekends, or you can bring them during the week, sorry, and drop them off. Uh, we'll collect them here. We'll get them all wrapped up and whatnot. Again, you're going to be hearing a lot more about this, but we really just want your, your groups behind this. Uh, I know I talked about my small group, and it's just fun to see everyone get really excited about it, about what they want to do and how they want to craft that. So with that being said, with the We Serve, with the Party with the Purpose going on, one more announcement, and that is... Spring break! Yay, we made it! Oh, yay! This is the last week of small group, and then we're taking two weeks off, and we come back the week of April 8th. So you come back, uh, and then these coincide with Temecula's spring break, also Merida's spring break, and so we're just taking two weeks off, and then we're coming right back, and we only have like seven or eight weeks after that until we're on our summer break. And so uh, just let your group know. Uh, I would actually shoot them a text, send them an email, Throw up a couple smoke signals and then tell them that group. Otherwise, they'll forget. Keep reminding them. Or they'll show up at your house. Yep. All right. So that being said, we have a week. I know some of you guys are doing potlucks and stuff, and that's awesome. We're Um, not. You know, we're we're just doing. Yeah. We we basically have a potluck every week. We had like an entire dinner brought to our group last week. So we're just cruising with that, man. Our group's amazing. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's how we roll. But this Uh. week we're going to be doing doing the question. I'm excited because this week we get to talk about heaven. Mm-hmm. And so uh, jumping into the intersect, we had a great illustration. If you were at the Temecula campus, you probably saw it as soon as you walked in the room. There was this rope that was floating overhead and all around the room. And then out there at Vines, you guys, too, had the same illustration strung around your room and whatnot. And that came at the end of the message. But it's just a really good message about, again, the mindset that we were supposed to have and really the uh, the reward that is awaiting for us. Um, going through the note sheet... Um, that f- the first question is kind of the normal, and there could be some stuff off of this one. I think anytime we start talking about end times, we start talking about mm-hmm. heaven. Uh, there's just a certain segment of a population that gets really excited, really, and, yeah, really geeked out about it, really geeked out. And so, uh, I would suggest that we buffer a lot of things of the way I've heard it, mm-hmm. the what I've read, my understanding before, um, especially on things like end times, because quite frankly, there are very, very different viewpoints that are all found within scripture. And, and there's a lot of just area where God says, no, no, like what we said, we're on the welcoming committee. We're not on the planning committee. Yeah. And so good. we're pro Jesus's return, whether it's pre or post we're pro. And so that being said, we have people in all sides of camps on that. So and just that be careful. strongly about it. Yes. And so just honor them in that, but also not squash other mm. people's thoughts. But going into question number two, um, this is like questions two, 2.1, 2.2, 2.3, <laughs> whatever it is. There's a lot here. Um, I think the first question is what aspects of heaven do you like? I think that one way that we could kind of rewire, reword that for your small group, because hopefully there's no aspects of heavens that we don't like. What are we excited yeah, about? Yeah. What are we excited about? What are two, three things that we've heard about heaven even before? One follow-up question that I would add to this is, is, what has shaped your view of heaven? That's good. Quite frankly, I think Tom and Jerry cartoons have shaped our view of heaven oftentimes more than the Bible has. 
And for some of that is just, hey, how have you heard about heaven? Was it all dogs go to heaven? You know, where, where was, how did you get this kind of view that you got? And that will help us as leaders. If you ask that question up front, kind of help you be able to shape some things through. And then asking those, what are, the, what are the aspects of heaven you find difficult or challenging? And I think there's some reality is this is, even though heaven is the ultimate reward that God is bringing us to, the fact that we get to be with him and we get to be like him. Amen. The fact of the matter is, is that we all have people that are in our lives that we question, well, are they going to be with us? Yeah. Or are they not going to be there? We know they're not. Or maybe they've already gone before. And so this is some minefields that we'll have to navigate. Uh, anything there for you, Beth? No, I just... I. Um uh think we read a book together um a while ago Tim and I of um Heaven by Randy Alcorn. Yep. And so that might be a good place that you could We'll put that in the email to. too. Yeah, we'll put that in the email just to direct you to that that it just it's a very comprehensive study of heaven. So if you find yourself saying like, "Hmm, I don't know," which many of us will, that this is just a good resource to use. And then you could also direct your questions to your coach so that they could help you find and navigate answers. Yeah. And don't, and when we say this, if that last question there, what questions do you have about heaven? We all have questions. So mm-hmm. Let's just acknowledge that. So some of this is let's just all ask questions. Don't feel the need to answer them all. Yeah. Because, it, it, you know, will my dogs go to heaven? I have an answer for that. You're not going to like it. Okay. Um, we don't don't necessarily think you have to answer all the questions. I do think that there are resources. Randy Alcorn books is fantastic. While it is dense, it's really easy to read. And one of the biggest takeaways that I have from Randy Alcorn and my view towards heaven is, is don't be afraid to use your imagination. God gave you your imagination for a reason. Mm-hmm. And while we might not have all the details, it's good and right thing to just allow yourself to be caught up in the majesty and the magnificence that heaven is going to be. But don't say it's the Bible, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's you know whatnot. So, going down and moving into the verses, and these are all setting us and helping us get our sights set on the perspective of eternity and heaven. Um, these verses are pretty straightforward. Where I would want you to do is when we have a straightforward verse like John six, I mean, sorry, yeah, John six twenty seven. Don't just read the verse. It have a backup or a follow up question to go along with I that have verse. A good one, actually. Is... Well, we'll be the judge of that, Beth. But give whoa, it to us. Whoa, no. whoa, whoa! Um, just a good possible follow up question is just: What's the perishable item that you're focusing on that's causing you to lose sight of the eternal? Yeah, that's and great. So... I had the same question written down. So really, well, yeah. I beat you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would put like where it says there: What do you currently find yourself spending energy on? Mm-hmm. You know, if you were to take a, if you know, if you had a gas gauge in your life, where's all your gas going to? Where's all your energy going to? And then I think of what would it look like for you to spend your energy seeking the kingdom of God? If you were to say, man, I'm going to redirect some energy, what would that, where would that come from? Where would it go to? I think that second, uh, the first Timothy six and the Matthew six passages are very, very similar. Mm-hmm. All right. So storing up your treasures in heaven, uh, what would that look like? And I think a really easy follow-up question is, is, Right, if we're called to store up our treasures in heaven, if this is our eternal bank account per se, what is the treasure that you're currently storing? Mm-hmm. I think about the lives that we impact, um, you know, via serving, uh, reaching out with the gospel, giving money to, you know, we're coming into this party with a purpose. We're actually telling our church, man, we want to be a church that's here, there, and everywhere, not just with our hearts, but with our with our wallets. And so, how are we sowing into the kingdom of God, the and global, how are we putting, the, yeah, yeah, bigger. Bigger impact. And then I think another follow-up question there is, especially with this Timothy passages, is in what ways do you find yourself trusting in money more than you trust in God? Hmm. 
I think about like how much money we spend our education, spend on retirement, put put towards certain things, our kids' educations, but just where does our trust really lie? And then in that second uh, Corinthians passage, um, I think that it's, it's just pretty good. Uh, fix your fix your gaze on things above that we cannot see. Again, there's that heavenly perspective that we kind of talk to, and how do we weave that heavenly perspective in? Um, I think that like we talked about gifts last week in my small group. And I think a lot of times when we talk about spiritual gifts, everything gets boiled down. I feel like reduced to this like myopic view when Mm. it comes to the kingdom of God, where everything has to go towards evangelism. Mm. So all of our gifts has to find a way to somehow sharing the gospel. While the great commission is a command that's given to us all, the kingdom of God is much, much bigger than this. What's beautiful in our small group is this idea that having a heavenly mindset is to see if you are called and you are a craftsman and you're giving gifts a craftsman and you are out there in the trades, that as you are building a home, you are literally taking raw elements that God made, the trees, the rock, the sand, whatever, and you are forming it into a, a home for a family to live in. And that is a good, godly thing. Not just to think that, oh, I, at the end of the day, I built a house. But at the end of the day, God allowed me to continue in the creation of the world. That's a heavenly mindset. Yeah. Same thing I was talking with Chris, who... Uh, arranges flower arrangements. Like she takes these beautiful flowers that God dressed mm-hmm. and she recreates them into something else. So she's partnering with God in creation and allow that to be a good thing. So that's an honor to God that he's given us that spot. So this is a heavenly mindset, how that plays out in our life. Uh, just a cheesy tagline I heard once was to look through a telescope, not a microscope. Perfect. Just to really look ahead and not to be so, um, nitty gritty worldly focused, but yep. to like look super far ahead. And all these passages play right into the application of making changes in our lives to be able to have that eternal destiny in the forefront, getting that image of what Steve did with the rope this weekend, not just living for that little tiny red ending of the rope, but rather understanding that there is a, an eternity, not for the 70 years, but for the 70 times 70 times 70 million years of eternity. How does our, what we do on this blip going to affect the rest of eternity. Mm-hmm. It should be a great small group as we go into our spring break, as we plan for the party with the purpose and the baskets that we're going to create, as we and think about ways we're serving. responding to the emails and the Google Doc. We appreciate yeah. that so much. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Talk to you guys soon.